0: Going Linux, episode 303 Hacked, the Charles Tendell Show. Welcome to the Going Linux Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in Going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and its applications and using them to get things done. Today's episode is a rebroadcast of my appearance on Hacked, the Charles Tendell show. You remember Charles. He was a co-host of the Computer America radio show when I was appearing on that show. We had him on our show here a few episodes ago. ...talking about putting Linux on ThinkPad computers and using them for his business. Well, Charles now has his own radio show. Yep, he's on Denver's Money Talk, and I was a guest on his show... So yes, I'm back on the radio, at least for this particular episode. He's invited me back, as you'll hear at the end of this episode, and we'll see where that goes. Uh, I don't know whether I'll be on the radio again regularly, but at least I am back on the radio helping to promote the idea of Linux and open source software. And as a minimum, I'm getting to the Denver audience and anybody else that subscribes to Charles's show on his podcast. You can reach him at the Charles Show dot com.
1: Views expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following paid program is sponsored by Azorian. Wondering who's in your cyberspace? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Charles Tendell Show, the show where you can learn how to protect your online business and personal information. Charles Tendell is a cybersecurity consultant and ethical hacker, and he's here to answer all of your cyber concerns.
0: What's up, everybody? It's Peter Boyles. It's 5 p.m. Get ready for hack. You got problems with computers, kids are being bullied, somebody's messing with you. How about dating online? Charles Tandell forgot more about computers than most
2: people know. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Here's Charles. Thank you, Peter. And ladies and gentlemen, this is gonna be something different. We're gonna do throwback. Thursday on Hacked The Charles Tendell Show in Denver's Money Talk sixteen ninety AM. If you've got questions, maybe I've got a couple of answers. Go over to charlestendale.com or sorry, new website, the Show dot com. I'll eventually get used to saying that one and fill out one of the contact forms or shoot me an email to Charles at the Show dot com. Today we're going to be talking all about Linux. And I know that's a scary shocking kind of topic for most people don't run away don't tune off don't change the channel it's something interesting about linux it's more secure and it's probably in more places than you think it is and joining me today is an old friend of mine who actually has been on uh one of the other shows and i've been on his show in the past and it's always been fun it's always been informative my buddy larry bushy is joining me on the show today larry welcome to hacked how are you man
0: Hey, I am excited to be on your show, Charles. As you said, it's it's been it seems like it's been a long time and it has been a long time since we've been on the air together and uh this is going to be great.
2: I think so too, man. I think so too. It is kind of a switch up there. I mean, we were together over on 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 Craig's show over on Computer America and then I was over on your show yep. uh hanging out right. doing different shows there and it's 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 now, I guess it's come full circle. It's now time for Charles to try this whole mic and some airtime thing.
0: Yes, you can be the host this time around. How's
2: that? You guys are giving me all the work. (laughs) (laughs) So, Larry, we've got some time in this first segment. So tell my listeners who you are. I know who you are. I know you're a cool dude. I know you've got the Going Linux podcast, but what makes Larry Bushy, Larry Bushy?
0: Ah, uh, well, it all started long, long ago in a country far, far away. No, uh, that's that's a whole different thing. Um, <laughs> I heard it was but, real, uh, all yeah, of it. It was yes, true. Yes, yes, exactly. No, I'm a, a Linux and open source advocate, among other things. I'm a technology guy, a computer geek, all of those sorts of things. And I have, as you mentioned, a podcast of my own, the Going Linux Podcast, uh, on which I help people to adopt linux move to linux from other inferior operating systems like windows and os 10 and um help them to make that transition and be able to use an alternative operating system like linux to get things done
2: right on so it's wait, wait, wait you said os 10 is it os 10 or os x
0: uh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> I don't care either way. <laughs> well, OS, okay. one of those big red, big big crosses that go kind of corner ways. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it just fell, over. It
2: fell yeah. over. So okay. So this show is all about Linux. It's all about you know how people are currently using it and people not realizing that they're actually using it. Is what is Linux first and foremost?
0: Yeah, a, a really good question. So Linux is an operating system, just like windows or os 10 or os x or that fruit flavor operating system whatever you want to call it um so it's a it's a, a software program a collection of software programs that runs your computer and it is something that is uh as you said at the open um probably in a lot more places than you think it is it is uh based in something from way back in the 70s called Unix that used to run all of the big iron IBM machines, the computers that took up an entire room. Well, that's what OS X came out of. It's also what Linux came out of. And so they they have a common root. But the places that you'll find Linux these days are in a Chromebook, in an Android phone, in a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, all of these have... The Linux, the the kernel of the Linux operating system, uh, as as the basis of those those operating systems for those particular devices.
2: Well, is it, that's something else that that most people don't realize. And you you say OS X or OS X, but most people just know it as Mac versus PC. And most right. Macs are running. And I think I've been yelled at this more than once. They're running a Unix flavored kernel i think it was free bsd or at least an old school yes. version like you said but some other places right. where it's at it's in like home it's in like most 90 percent of routers out there right a, a, yeah. a kind of a bastardized version of linux um mm-hmm. and what most people don't realize Can you say is, that on the
0: radio by the way <laughs> which one
2: <laughs> i don't know i don't know my station manager is probably listening so if i do something yeah, wrong he'll, may, he'll 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 maybe bleep down something.
0: whatever yeah, yeah. anyway <laughs> go ahead yeah it's <laughs> but, they're in routers um, you, yeah
2: but the, the, the other places where it's at are in places where people really don't seem to realize it. they're in, like, most web servers. So, you know, most websites run Linux. Yeah. And the ones – um I was kind of doing a, a study a little bit ago about the the last major breaches that have happened. And so far, two of the three of them, like uh, Tumblr and, and LinkedIn – or not LinkedIn, Tumblr and one of the other ones are actually running on a Windows platform. So it, it kind of yes. lends itself to Linux as kind of more secure.
0: Yeah, it is more secure. And as you observed it, it runs the internet, essentially. Uh, there are Windows servers out there and there are other kinds of servers out there. In fact, there are still some Unix servers out there that that uh, run websites, run basically the internet, but most of the computers that are running the internet or running websites that run the internet are running linux and in fact many of the corporate websites and web servers uh that are internal to corporations are running linux as well uh, because it's more stable because it's more secure and because it gives you the ability to as as a user of the software it gives you the ability if you have the skills to modify it to do whatever it is you want it to do. So, if you are a computer developer, a software developer, uh, or um, uh, a server admin, and mm-hmm. you know what you're doing, you can actually modify Linux to, to have do it do things that it wasn't originally designed to do. Yeah.
2: Alright, well, there we're coming up on our first break. So if you're just joining, this is Hack the Charles Tendell Show on Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. We're talking all things Linux. It sounds a little scary, but guess what? It's not. You've used it. You just don't realize it. Don't go anywhere. This is Hack the Charles Tendell Show on Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. Good song. Good song. Good song. Welcome back. This is Hacked, the Charles Tendell Show on Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. If you've got a question for me or my guest, 303-632-4160. I'm talking to Larry Bushy, and we're talking about Linux. Sounds scary. Sounds crazy. Everybody's like, oh, no, not Linux again. Uh, well, it's in more places than you think it is, and it really isn't nearly as terrifying as most people think. My guest again is Larry Bushy, so Larry, right before the break, we were talking about the different places where Linux is that people don't Yeah, really everything from toasters
0: and doorbells and refrigerators and thermostats and Google search and chromebooks yeah it's it's everywhere it's <laughs> it everywhere. runs more things yeah it literally everywhere yeah and and there are different kinds of of linux as well there's the things that are in the doorbells and the refrigerators and the thermostats, which is something called embedded Linux,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: which is a stripped down version of Linux to run those tiny little devices. They really don't have to do too much. They just have to, you know, uh, allow you to change the temperature and allow it to be accessed from a website as a thermostat might be. Uh, and it can do everything all the way up to running an entire uh, enterprise, um, website for uh, a large fortune 500 corporation as many linux servers do yeah uh and more importantly for our listeners you can run it on your own computer
2: oh now there's a there's a good question now my 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 station manager actually actually whispered in my ear um during the break about where you can get it because apparently he's learning things and he's sitting at his computer and he's googling and he's looking at these things and he's seeing all these different places where he can find Linux. Now, when you put it on your own computer, how do you know which Linux is right for you, or is it just Linux?
0: Yeah, there are literally thousands of different varieties of Linux, as I just mentioned, to do specific things for specific people. So if you want a version to run your corporate web server, you probably want an enterprise version of Red Hat Linux, because that's what it's designed to do. And and that's one of the ones that come with corporate support. Uh, uh, built in to what you pay for Red Hat. And on the other hand, if you want to install it on your five-year-old ThinkPad, let's just Mm -hmm. go with that. You've got a five-year-old ThinkPad. It's on its last legs. Let's say it it came with uh, Windows XP or maybe Windows Vista. And you know, it's starting to run slowly or maybe you've had a major virus infection with Windows and you're really just tired of messing around with it, don't throw away that ThinkPad, don't give it away. You can install Linux on it and probably as a brand new user of Linux, you want to look for something called Ubuntu, U-B-U-N-T-U. It's probably the most popular, certainly the most recognized consumer version of Linux out there for use on a personal computer. And there are several varieties of it as well. Uh, So I would recommend for a brand new user, Ubuntu Mate, and Mate is spelled the South American way, M-A-T-E. And... uh, (laughs) It is um, a very user-friendly version of Linux that uh, is designed specifically for new users. And it is very familiar to people who have used Windows in the past. It's got mm-hmm. a similar sort of interface. It's It's got a beautiful desktop. It's got all of the software that you need to run on it, right out of the box, uh, for free. You don't have to pay for anything. So there's a word process, and and not just trialware. It's the full version of an office suite. It's got a media player, it's got a web browser, of course, and a mail client. So it it comes out of the box with all of this stuff. And um, you, you may be wondering how much this thing costs, but uh, it's not as expensive as, as you might think. But mm-hmm. uh, take a look at UbuntuMate.com and give me a second to, because I think there's a hyphen in there somewhere. Well, the, um, the thing about it,
2: the thing about it yeah. that it's going to come up with with most users in any event, I mean, in all of the embedded versions of Linux that you see out there, they're they're in thermostats, so there's a a, a piffy uh, user interface that people are liking. People are familiar and are comfortable with the, the Mac or the OS X or OS X interface, yeah. they're they're comfortable with the embedded versions and the the streamlined, the pretty versions. But when you start talking about like Ubuntu, Ubuntu, and and any of the other distros that are out there, and that's what they're called, or distributions, for anybody who who I didn't explain it to. Right. But when you start looking at all of those other ones, that seems way more complex. That seems like it's going to be a lot of work. Why would an individual want to do more work? or is it less work can they do more work to to get a better system is that what the the appeal is to running linux as opposed to going out and getting more windows
0: <laughs> yeah 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 um good question before i answer that and i will answer that in just a second i want to correct that website it's ubuntu-mate so u b u n t u - m a t e .org o uh. r g as in non nonprofit so okay. uh, ubuntumate org so why would somebody want to even use this thing well first of all. Uh, because it is more secure than other operating systems, than Windows in particular. Uh, that's, that's reason number one. Another good reason is uh, because you want to breathe new life into your old computer. It, it's perfectly good hardware. It's just not running like it used to. Like I said, maybe you've gotten fed up of uh, dealing with all of the virus infections, or maybe Windows 10 is giving you fits and starts, and you try to install it on that older computer or take advantage of the free upgrade, and it has turned off some things, like maybe your audio or your video driver, worst case, um, or yeah maybe maybe um the version of the software that you've been using to do x whatever x is, the critical thing that you do uh maybe it's not available for Windows ten, and when you went through the free in quotes upgrade, you ended up with everything you needed uh, except it. that critical piece of software <laughs> yeah well, see, that's, and the, so that's the other
2: that's the other thing that I hear about a lot of people, and I actually um uh, was talking to someone online recently where she upgraded her computer. She she went with the with the free Windows 10 and nothing worked. The Wi-Fi didn't work. Her audio didn't work. The screen kind of flickered and she was frustrated. Yeah. She was upset. And I had right. to, I had to resist the urge right to say, look, you need to you need an alternate operating system. Windows Windows is is putting you know good money after bad over and over again. But you need an alternate operating system. And I I hesitated recommending Linux or my my personal favorite is Elementary, but uh, which is a right. uh, Ubuntu variant, but I, I hesitated on recommending it to her because it's one of those things where do you get, like, you get the Office suite, but is it all compatible? You get all of the same tools that you would get, but does it all work with the mainstream stuff? Does it work with Office? And does it work with, you know, the, the all important Facebook?
0: Right, right. Well, anything that's on the web, like Facebook or Google search or what name a website, it'll all work in Linux because, you know, you've got the Chrome browser, you've got the Firefox browser, you've got the Opera browser. They all exist for Linux, just like they exist for Windows and OS Ten. Uh, so don't worry about that. Now, as far as the installed applications are concerned, um, Microsoft Office Online, the online 365 version or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is a browser based application, it is uh, going to work on your Linux computer, just as it does on your Windows or OS 10 computer. So again, don't worry about that. But the installed software? Yeah, there's a uh, LibreOffice is the version of uh, an office suite that's included with Linux. It's available for Mac and OS 10 as well. So if you wanted mm-hmm. to try it out on your computer today, you could do that and see how compatible it is. They're designed to be compatible. They're not absolutely 100%. I'd say 90 to 99% compatible um but uh, give it a try um they, they there's LibreOffice, there's OpenOffice, there's a number of office suites out there i'd go with one of those two because they're the two that come standard on linux and if you're thinking about trying linux why not try the software that comes on linux on your windows machine or on your os 10 machine before you go the whole hog and switch over to linux or even try linux that's the other thing you can do you can try it without installing it on your existing hardware mm-hmm well, I mean, so, yeah. so putting it on,
2: putting it on your existing hardware, that sounds simple enough, but what's the, what's the easiest way? Is there an easy way to switch from one to the other? I mean, you've got, I've, I've been through a couple of installs and I've been through some unatt- unattended ones. I've, you know, in the sysadmin mm-hmm. world, you just kind of put it in and walk away, but is it that simple still? Can people, how do people get rid of the, get rid of wind blows or windows, sorry, <laughs> and switch to Linux?
0: Yeah. Well, um, first of all Linux is free uh, so oh. you can download it and, and and it's legally free it's not one of those you know uh, sketchy kind websites where you you're kind of free it's <laughs> Free for you. For you, a special price. Uh, no, it, it is legitimately free. It's, uh, it's developed by volunteers and as a result, and, and many of them corporate employees of the Fortune 500 companies that develop, uh, the Linux operating system. Uh, and it's offered for free. So you go to UbuntuMate.org and you go to their download page and you download something. It will have instructions on how to put that onto a USB stick. Or onto a CD, if your computer still uses CDs or DVDs. Uh, And then what you do, follow the instructions that are right there on the page, uh, and you start your computer with a special keystroke, which keystroke it is, depends on your computer, which boots to that device, whether it's the CD-ROM or whether it's a USB. uh, And you boot into that, it will start the Linux session running, So you're running Linux at that point. It hasn't installed anything. It's running off that USB stick. And it's running right out of your computer's memory. It doesn't make any changes to your computer unless you tell it to. There'll be a nice little install icon right there on the desktop. But you can use it. You can try it out. You can try the the Office suite. You can try the web browser. You can see if it works with all your computer's hardware, like your wireless card and your sound card. and Make sure all that works before you commit to installing it and then when you decide you want to install it you don't have to uh, completely wipe out your computer uh the existing operating system of course you can but you don't have to you can run uh, linux alongside of windows and and unlike on os 10 when you want to use um Uh, windows alongside of the mac operating system you've got to go out and purchase some additional software or you've got to go through some special hoops to make it to get it to install and you don't have to do all of that you just click a little install icon from the desktop when you're trying it from the the live environment that's what it's called when you boot into a cd or uh, into a usb and then um, it will ask you, do you want to install this alongside your existing operating system or do you want to replace your existing operating system? And for the newest users, if you're not all that sure you want to replace it, go ahead and install Try it alongside. It. And then the next time you boot, you'll have your choice.
2: Okay. Well, so I mean, this whole, the flash disk idea sounds like, like relatively simple, but most people aren't mm-hmm. going to go to those great links. So there's, you're going to have to maybe have that friend or somebody else that's out there to actually create this USB stick for you. Or if I remember correctly, yeah. I think Ubuntu themselves has where you can order them, and then it's like five bucks and they yeah. ship it out to you and they do all that other high-speed stuff. But, I mean, in most computers, is there there's there's not any additional configuration that needs to be done for them to plug in the USB disk. They should just be able to plug it in, push the power button, and hopefully the computer boots up but you know Larry, i think we're about to come up against another break so we'll pick it up after we jump over this one and 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 get back to it but it's embedded devices it should be relatively simple to get on your computer but don't go anywhere this is hacked the charles show on denver's money talk 1690 a i'm talking to larry bushy about all things linux and how it's not as scary as you think don't go anywhere we'll be right back
1: Now, back to the Charles Tendell Show on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 a.m. Little Green Bag has a little bit of
2: a different meaning now in Colorado. Hmm. Welcome back. This is Hacked, the Charles Tendell Show on Denver's Money Talk. 1690 AM. If you got a question for me or my guest 303-632-4160. We're talking about the all important and hyper sometimes scary and what people would misunderstand is complex Linux, Linux operating system, how it is all around you. It's embedded in your smart televisions, your thermostats, sometimes your cars, uh, most if you've seen one of those interfaces where you touch something or you push a button, it's likely that it is a Linux based system that you're playing with so again if you got questions 303-632-4160 or run over to the charlestendale show.com fill out one of the contact forms get in and get conversated on the show you can send me an email to charles at the or you can download the 1690 kdmt app from your favorite app store and actually listen to the show live you can shoot me a text message, and you can ask questions that way, uh, and you can check out some of the other people on the KDMT lineup, Connect and Collaborate, Experience Pros, all good stuff, even over there on, on Jeff Thompson's show, on The Retirement Jock, great people, great information, good stuff about business and finances, all up and down KDMT, which is weird how the hacker ended up in the middle of all of this, but it's still fun, it's still entertaining, and it's still hopefully more and more people are listening, which reminds me, while you're over on the Charles Tendell Click the subscribe button. There are two big ones up at the top of the page. You can subscribe in iTunes or you can subscribe to the RSS feed. If you're on an Android phone, then you can get connected either way and pick up on the past shows. Yesterday's show was all about imagining a Hillary versus a Trump White House. Um, last week's show, we were talking about sexting and how it can make you a felon. You know, we've been talking about how Tumblr got hacked, how LinkedIn got hacked. There's all sorts of great stuff. So go enjoy the smorgasbord of one wonderful hacker news that's over there at the show dot com so larry bushy is my guest and before the break we were talking about getting the installation of linux up and running and had my 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 producer kelly has had some amazing questions he's been he's been whispering in my ear and he's been saying you know this is kind of cool if the first one the first thing that that is 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 popping out on my head is how did you name the band? Is there a story behind why Linux got named Linux?
0: There is, there is. Um, it was uh, developed by a, um, a student many years ago in Finland who couldn't afford uh, a version of Unix at the at the time and decided, okay, uh, these are back in the days when the software writer the the companies that developed software didn't actually hold you hostage and and say that you don't own the software we we're allowing you to use it for this four five six hundred dollar fee um This is back when uh, software developers made their software available uh, by default for people to use. And so he took uh, the source code, which is the uh, the documentation, if you will, for Unix, and he wrote his own. Uh, his name was Linus, or as he pronounces it, Linus Torvalds. And it, it uh, was a version or a rewritten version if you will of unix and so he combined his name with uh the ux and came up with linux and so he he wrote the um the the uh, uh, kernel that's still in use today of course it's many different versions down the road but uh it was his invention so uh, linus torvalds that's the story right on
2: right on yeah okay Okay, so we talked about we talked about all the different things we talked about resurrecting kind of old hardware. But is, yeah, does that is that the right way to go? Will it make my hardware faster? Will it make my will it make my in my particular case my ThinkPad T four twenty? Will it make it more mm-hmm. functional and more usable? And can how much life can I actually get out of this? Can I expect it to be faster? Can I expect it? What can I expect out of it?
0: Yeah, it depends on your hardware. And so the oldest hardware is going to seem a lot faster whether it is or not is really dependent on how how good your memory is because when you first got it when it first came with the original operating system it was a speed demon right it was it was much faster than your older version of your older computer and you were so impressed with it and by the time you were finished with it It seemed like this sluggish thing that that you don't know how you can use it. And so, yeah, um, bottom line is it will make your computer seem like it's running faster. It's not going to run any faster than it did when it was brand new. Well, maybe it might, uh, because Linux is a lot slimmer. It doesn't have the same overhead, depending on which version of Linux you've installed, uh, as Windows uh, or even OS X, because you can install uh, Linux on uh, Apple hardware as well. Mm. Uh, So it doesn't have all that overhead. And yes, it can make it run faster. It can give it better performance overall. Um, I took, for example, I took... um, uh, Ubuntu Mate, the, the latest version of it. And they they get, uh, they, they send you, uh, three upgrades, uh, excuse me, two upgrades a year. Uh, and those upgrades, uh, are coming for free and for the life of you, (laughs) you know, forever sort of thing. So you, you get all of those upgrades and I installed it on my computer. Uh, and I installed it replacing a different version of Linux. I had Linux Mint on there. Switching to Ubuntu, I found that the battery life on my laptop was improved 40% just by using a different version of Linux. And what I found was this, I could have had that performance out of the old version of Linux. It's just that the, the Ubuntu Mate comes with uh, software optimized for your computer for a laptop in particular and as part of that optimization package they had pre-configured it so that it would extend the battery of life and so uh, of the battery and as a result my battery life went from around three three and a half hours to maybe five something like that so Mm -hmm. uh yeah it, it can definitely improve the performance of your computer and but this is a new computer. This is not something that, that I've had hanging around for 10 years. This is a, a, not quite a brand new computer. It's about a year old. But mm-hmm. even on a brand new computer, you install Linux on it. First of all, it's going to run better. Secondly, you're not going to be um, susceptible to the viruses and malware you are with Windows. Thirdly, if you want it to look like Windows, you can make it look like Windows. If you want uh-huh. it to look like OS 10, you can make it look like OS 10. If you want it to look like something unique, like, oh, I don't know. Linux. Something out of the matrix. Uh, you, you can have it do that as well. And all of that's built in and easily switchable in, in a new user version of Linux like Ubuntu Mate or wow. even Linux Mint.
2: Right on. So you can, so you can, you can get it out of the box. You can plug in a USB drive. You can try it before you buy it. So you, you're not actually making a commitment. So you're still going to be able to get access to, to most of the stuff you have on your machine, your files, your pictures, yep. your music and stuff like that. Your apps are all still going to be there. You're still going to have an open source. A uh, 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 audio player that's going to work and still going to sync with kind of your iPod or your your Android phone. You're going to have right. web they browsers. Won't, that they do won't
0: everything. be the same apps. They'll be, the same, be the same web browser apps, probably. Right. Yeah, that, but, but you'll have all same. of the apps you need to do anything you want to do.
2: Right. So yeah. they, you'll you'll have you'll have alternatives to it. So it'll be an it'll yes. be a kind of a seamless switch. You'll have to learn a little bit more of the programs, but they're not so far off that you won't do it. And right. you touched on that. It, it's more secure against viruses. It's more secure against malware. It's more secure against a whole bunch of other, host of other things. So it's more secure. So it's easier to to keep the bad guys out of a Linux yep. machine. So all of these things wrapped into one, they sound fantastic. They sound amazing. But the glaring question in my head is: We talked. I talked earlier in the week to a uh, to an analyst. Either it was this week or it was uh, last week. About the fact that the U.S. government's kind of nuclear program still runs on, like, Windows (laughs) 3.1 or runs on floppy disks. I saw that article
0: as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
2: So why is it that three-letter government agencies and large corporations aren't switching to Linux at mass? Why are these guys still relying on this old
0: system? Well, the U.S. government is the problem. Uh, the Italian government has switched over Shh, careful, the Spanish government has switched over
2: <laughs> sorry the, government um, is the problem be careful <laughs> is the problem
0: yeah well that's a broad reaching statement uh, yeah. I didn't specify did I uh, <laughs> oh is that a black helicopter that I hear over here oh see um,
2: now I now heard as, as my buddy Peter on 710k in US and the Peter Wolf show likes to say that's now the man in the unmarked Plymouth who's going to pull up and, and, and tap you on the show <laughs> just to say hello. So you got to be careful with the The problem is the Fed. We all yes. know it, but we're up against a break, so it's the last one coming out of the show before we end all of this. So don't go anywhere. We're going to finish the conversation about Linux, about who should be using it, why it's the better choice for most things. This is Hacked, the Charles Tendale Show on Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM.
1: Money Talk, 1690 AM. We now return to the Charles Tendell Show on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM.
2: And it's the last little bit of the Charles Tendell Show on Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. This is Throwback Thursday, and I'm talking to my buddy Larry Bushy about all things Linux. We've covered all kinds of great stuff about where it is, and you don't even realize there. It's in your smart TV. It's in your phones. It's in your thermostat. It's in your your connected home. It's in all those other wonderful places. It's faster. It can resurrect old hardware. It's more secure. It makes it easier on you to try it before you buy it, most of of your software will work on it and now we're going to dive off into that deep chasm of its the government who's the problem and why they're not using <laughs> Linux to do things better. Larry, welcome back. I hear you chuckling over there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The, the government is the problem. The government the, the, is the, the problem. The, the, That's going to be the buzzword. Yeah.
2: You know that, right? That's the one that people yes, are going to tweet. They're gonna, they, out of everything we talk about on the show, they're going to be like, see, see, everybody the, sound the government is the yep.
0: problem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I, I am no uh, flaming liberal here, uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, this is uh, definitely um, a topic that uh, bears some uh, scrutiny. Um, why is our government still running nuclear sites and secure things on floppy-based uh, old green screen hardware? Um, and you, well, know, you know what the other it,
2: kicker is? The other kicker is, is they're yeah. saying that it costs $60 billion, with a B dollars a year to run this program to continue these legacy systems to continue yes. running and maintaining and training people to operate computers from the 1970s now these right. these computers aren't they're 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 windows based they're still running on 5 inch floppies and all of this, most of it could be custom coded for in a matter of minutes by like, you know, go out on Fiverr and say, Hey, I want to build a module for this. I'm not saying do that because, you know, nuclear launch codes on Fiverr would be a right. bad idea, right? <laughs> yeah, true. There, true. Yeah. You know, you go out there right next to, to what's the guy is it's Guapo's DDoS service and you, you're like, Hey, mm-hmm. Guapo, can you also write me launch codes? Sure. But it's, it's, it seems like Linux would be an easier bet. And these guys yeah. want to continue to shovel money down this hole.
0: Yeah, you know, um, w- one of the issues and this is not just a government issue here about the adoption of linux and why isn't it more widely adopted uh well it is widely adopted chromebooks which run linux under the hood uh have been outselling windows uh computers for you know a few a few weeks if not a few months by now Mm. and uh so it is widely adopted uh the problem linux has is the fact that there's a lack of advertising and certainly compared to the advertising budget that companies like Microsoft and Apple can afford, Linux, since it's given away for free, doesn't have a lot of room in that, you know, profit margin, non-existent profit margin to pay for advertising. And as a result, not a lot of people know about it. It is truly free. Uh, It is truly more secure. It is more beautiful, quite frankly, than I think Windows is. Uh, And, you know, I might be a little biased there, but uh, it's certainly more secure. It's better supported. It is, um, it it can save you a lot of money. And as a result, it can, you know, it can uh, uh, improve your life, (laughs) you know, thinking about it from that perspective.
2: that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's a great, Thing. I mean, it's always been one of those questions that everybody asks. If Linux is so great, if it's easy, it's faster, it's more secure, it's an overall better thing. We're using it already. People are familiar with it. The two biggest reasons that I always hear people saying, you know, I don't want to do that is it's hyper complex, which it doesn't sound like it is. And, and I, trust me, I've, I've, I've had experience with Linux going way back. Like you've not experienced pain and agony until you've compiled your own Gen 2 colonel okay? right that, that right that's right. just that's just killing yourself okay that's that's just that's 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 worse that's crazy than, talk huh that's crazy <laughs>
0: that's crazy talk Yeah. Right, right that's crazy
2: talk imagine imagine the the day that you're sitting at the dmv right and mm-hmm. you're the last person you've been sitting there for three hours your number just got called and as you're sitting down at the desk the computers go down okay? yeah that is like compiling gen two. It's a horrible experience when it comes to <laughs> Linux. And that's the stigma that many people tell me, at least they're like, you know, it's complicated. It's not going to do everything I want it to. It's not as fast as I think it should. It's just, I don't want to learn another thing. I just want to pull it out of the box and have it work. And you're
0: right. Well, you and that, That's account. one of the advantages of, of Linux is you pull it out of the box and, and it just works. You don't have to go search for drivers for your video card or your, your, your new camera that you just bought. You don't have to, uh, install antivirus software. You know, Linux can get viruses, but it doesn't. Over the last 10 years, there have been so many fewer, uh, there have been so many, uh, Linux, um, excuse me, Windows, um, uh, infections and, uh, viruses and malware that it's just mind boggling. And over the last 10 years, Linux, you, you can count, uh, on count the number on, on one hand, you know, count the number of infections on one hand and none of them exist in the wild anymore because they're fixed right away. You don't have to wait for patch Tuesday. As soon as it's fixed, it gets fixed and you get the update. Uh, that's one of the things that makes it more secure, Um, and so anyway, back, back to the main thing that we started on here is the fact that, you know, Linux, yeah, it doesn't have the same level of advertising. So, uh, it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't show up, um, as prominently when you're looking for, software to run your computer and who buys software to run on a computer other than an application these days you don't buy an operating system Not you go anymore. out and buy a computer and it has an operating system already on it and like most likely it's windows and you can go out and you can buy right there in denver system 76 look them up system 76 they make computers that run linux and they're based right there locally in denver i'm here in Cloud. california and i own a system 76 computer
2: Now, see I, I i'm a huge advocate for 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 switching people to linux like my 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 parents and my parents have had this this i don't even know how old it is anymore this dell computer that has been sitting in their den Forever, and it was their home computer. It was their primary machine, so on and so forth. So this right. thing, this thing is old. This is the machine that my mom used to do, used to connect to AOL back in the day. Yep. Okay, so this is an old machine. And my father brought it out one day. It had been sitting there, and my older brother wanted to use a computer. Now this is in the last ten years. I went and installed Linux Mint on it, and this is an older version of Linux Mint on it. And I had completely forgotten about it. Right, and I installed this. Yep. I want to say five, five, six years ago. Okay, and completely forgotten about it. Well, I was at my parents' house recently, and my older brother shows up, and it was, it was just a good day. I think it was Mother's Day. Everybody was having a good time. Everybody's having dinner. And my older brother goes, and he sits down, and he powers up the machine, and it booted up. He was back online doing everything he needed to, and that machine was still running and kicking years later with no issues, no viruses, no malware, no, no hacker attacks, no craziness going on for five years straight, and the experience wasn't all that bad. Now, this is a five-year-old yeah your five, six year old right. operating system. And that's the things that I see a lot with with Linux. You know, I hand it to yep. people, I mean, uh, you and I talked about it. Resurrected yeah. a bunch of T four twenties with Linux and it runs like a champ. It runs almost it as fast, if not faster, than my my brand new MacBook Pro.
0: Right. It's easy to install. It's easy to use. It's easy to customize to make it look like or do whatever you want it to do. And if you don't want to customize it, it's designed to work out of the box for you and it's free. What more could you ask?
2: Let's see. Okay. So the, the bottom line, the reason people aren't doing it is because they don't have the advertising. They don't have the marketing. So people were telling you right now, go out, download some Linux. Okay. Have your geek friend. Matter of fact, you know what, you know what I might start doing? depending on the number of people that do it, I will give away Linux USBs. I will give away various different versions of Linux USBs. If you send me an email to hacked at Show.com or go over to thecharlestendellshow.com, fill out a contact form, or download the 1690 KDMT app from your favorite app store and shoot the show a text message, right? Live stream it, shoot the show a text message, and you subscribe. I will send you a Linux distro of your choice. I will say I will take all the cost out of it, even though it'll be like three dollars, and I will mail you a a Linux USB that all you have to do is plug it into your computer, power it off, power it back on again, and hopefully, most times, it'll boot into the Linux environment and you can just toy with it and play with it. And next time I have Larry on the show, he can give you some additional pointers about how it all works. So yep, there's a And plug. if there's... if
0: if if you want a video with instructions on how to do it once you get that uh, live CD or live DVD or or a uh, the USB that Charles is going to provide you for free, go to goinglinux.com. Look for the screencast number four, installing Linux. It says from a live CD, but it's basically the same thing from a USB.
2: So the goinglinux.com, you can watch the videos. Right. And it's 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 one of those things. It's one of those things where it's not as complicated as it sounds. It's not as hard. It's It's not not complicated
0: at all. Right. You're already
2: using it. You're already using it. If you've got an old machine or you're tired of your current machine, if you're tired of your current machine, just viruses and bugs and you don't want to go out and shell out thousands for a Mac, let's build you one. You'll have the same people. You'll have the same. You'll have the same connections. Facebook's not going to change because that's what most people are using. And like he said, uh, Google Google Chromebooks. Google Chromebooks are yeah. amazing. You know, we yeah. actually started issuing them in our company because everything everyone was doing was going to be via Google Docs. Right, everything was going to be Google Docs. We were a Gmail company. Now, if you've been listening to my show before now, I genuinely distrust Google. between Google and Facebook, they are evil. And if you care about your privacy, limit the amount of use or add some additional steps when using all of their services. But for an introduction to Linux, if you want to see how beautiful, how streamlined, how fast it can be, most of you are probably already using it. You can go to Walmart, right? Right there. You can go to Walmart now and buy a Chromebook.
0: Yes. Yes, you can. A cheap one, but you can buy one. Yeah, they're, they're like they're like
2: two hundred bucks, aren't they? And they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're,
0: you can get one for under that too when they're on sale.
2: Yeah, and their 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 claim to fame is you can do everything you would do on a normal computer, and if this computer breaks or otherwise fails, you can go out and spend another two hundred bucks, and you've got another brand new computer. Just log in, and everything that you had there is still there. So Chromebooks are pretty cool. Just use a little more. Um, privacy-centric stuff, if you're going to use it. And I'll explain that in another show. But, Larry, we're going to come to the end of the show. So I want to give you time. Tell people how they can get a hold of you, where they can get on the the Going Linux podcast, and where they can learn more about this great system.
0: Okay. So uh, goinglinux.com is the website. We've got articles. We've got show notes for our... uh, podcast and a place to subscribe there as well in iTunes or where whatever you use for listening to podcasts. And if you want to send me an email, just email me at goinglinux at gmail.com. Yes, I use Google uh, at gmail.com. And, uh, if you want to be on the show, just let me know and we'll arrange something. If you just want to share with me your gone Linux story, how things worked out for you, I'd be absolutely overjoyed to read it. And even if you want, read it on our podcast.
2: All right on. So, so let's recap real quick. Linux is a good thing, named by a guy named Linus Torvald way back when because he wanted a free operating system. So it started off free. It still is free today. It's more secure. It can revive and make your existing systems much faster. You can use it to do almost everything that you're going to be doing on your normal stuff. We know the government is broken, and they're the reason it's not being used there. Try it. Check out goinglinux.com. Larry, you've been a fantastic guest, man. I loved having you on. And Thank I'll you, definitely- sir have you back. Coming up later, or today is Thursday, tomorrow is Friday, we're going to be talking about responsible disclosure, we're going to be talking about analysts who are putting themselves out there to protect your security and your privacy, and keep ending up in jail. Don't go anywhere, or see you tomorrow. This is Hacked the Charles Tendell Show in Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM.